Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Before I keep talking, let me just do one morning, thing. Morning, ladies. There we go. Wanted to hear my voice to make sure the audio hadn't cracked its pants. Because usually when I start the week on good form and I jump in and absolutely nail the intro, that's when the mic shits itself. So I made sure we fix from the off. And it seems like we are good to go. Uh, how is everyone doing? You had a good weekend? Nice. Yeah, nice, nice. Did you enjoy um, Bibby's ad hoc streamage on Friday? What did you end up playing in the end, Bib? Uh, days gone for about three and a half hours. And thoughts? Uh, I'd, I continue playing it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, very much in at the moment with Days Gone. I'm really, 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 really enjoying it. Well, I use the fact that I'm level over 50-something in PUBG's season pass, and it's only a 50-level season pass, and over 100-and-something on Fortnite, so I've got my Iron Man, so I don't need to keep grinding anymore. I use the fact that I... would Basically, completed both of those for now. Uh, <laughs> um, to jump into Spider-Man Remastered on the PS5. And, oh my god, it's so good playing a proper next-gen game. I mean, I tell a lie, I, I jumped in before that and 100%ed Astro Bot in terms of 100%ed collecting the... the the um the, the puzzle pieces and the artifacts mm. and things like that. Um, I didn't platinum it because that's just too much like effort for me. So I 100% the story turned it off. I may go back and platinum it. Chances are probably not. Um, <laughs> but did that put in Spider Man Remastered? Did the first couple of hours, which I've done before twice. I did it on stream and then started on my PS4. Um, so I did those bits again, which was okay. It was all right, nice. I passed that and. I kind of see why I stopped playing the game twice. I mean, I played it on stream and then I stopped to play it on my, my own console and started again and then I stopped. And I can kind of see why I did because those are almost a hand-holdy, super easy. These are a bit boring. Oh, look at all the side missions. Overwhelmy. Kind of like, look at all the things you could do. Um, so I thought, yeah, like I was, I didn't not enjoy that experience. It just wasn't exceptional. Anyway, after playing yeah. that, starting to unlock an, the, the extra few bits, Spider-Man goes from like first gear to fifth gear instantly. It's just so, so good. I mean, traversing the city using the web is ridiculous. I knew that anyway, but but I bought a, a really cheesy little um, skill upgrade, which allows me to do flips and backflips and roly-polies and <laughs> shit in the air, which is wow, game changer. <laughs> I mean, do I want to be able to kill enemies quicker or do I want to flip and spin? That's what I want to do. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, played that last night. Started around, I don't know, six, seven, eight-ish or whatever. Um, Chloe went... Uh, went to bed, and I turned around to Daniel and says, what time is it? I expected to say 10 o'clock. She was like, uh, midnight. I was like, what? <laughs> Where the hell is the time gone? So, yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't played Spider-Man, um, and you're thinking about playing it, even if you're not playing it remastered, uh, if you're thinking about playing it, it genuinely is incredible. I know people have told you that before, and I know that I've said that in the past, but getting past that first few hours and getting properly into it is is wonderful. So that's what I will be doing over the next few days. It's literally like playing a movie. The face stuff is incredible. It's so, so good. So, so good. Uh, Jim Butters says, let's go, ish. Um, Gagad says, good morning, gents. How are things? How are we all doing? Bacon, <laughs> Bacon Chin says, platinum it, you coward. Um, I, I, I have one platinum in my entire gaming life, and that is... Uh, PUBG, surprisingly. Um, and even that was only a platinum because I, I realised it was like one mission that I hadn't done, so I went for it again. So, yeah, PUBG remains my one and only platinum. Lake, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Mr. T says, Wagwan. All right. All right. Um, how is everyone doing? Uh, just in case you don't know, you guys all do, but in case anyone else here is new, my name is Graham. This 
is the man that we call Rocky Balbiba, the the big man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remembered it this time. So, so obviously, for the, you know, if you don't know, Bibby looks like he's wearing a Rocky Balboa uh, dressing gown. It's actually a Batman dressing gown. But there you go. Uh, the Rocky Balbiba is sat there. So my name is Graham. This is Bib. We together are ice cream uploads, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond as some people might even say it's the uk's number one video games podcast we are those people but you know what that opinion still counts speaking of opinions uh we're going to give you ours what our thoughts and impressions that is on the biggest the best and the breaking stories from the world of video games and we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions if you're in the chat live right now on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads where we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m on the dot Ish, ish, ish. It's ten forty-eight, <laughs> so not quite the dot, but you know we can, we can kind of see the dot. It's, it's, it's still visible. It's still visible. Anyway, we go live at ten a.m. Um, and we give you our thoughts and impressions live. And if you're in the chat, as Lake, as Asim, as Bacon Chin, as Gagad, as Jim Butters, and anyone else that is lurking is right now, please feel free to use your voice in the chat on behalf of those that are watching and listening on demand later on on demand you say yes we turn this live stream into a podcast a video for youtube and an audio podcast on itunes spotify soundcloud and google play so if you're in the chat feel free to use your voice on behalf of those but before we jump into the content into the news we have a couple of things to mention the first thing and it's very very apparent today is that we have a giveaway Thanks to the lovely people at 2K UK and Muscle News. So 2K have given us a selection of games. WWE 2K Battlegrounds, PGA 2K21 and 2K Mafia Trilogy. Yeah, it doesn't say 2K, but I'm going to keep saying that. It's the last time I can say it, so I've got to get it in. So yeah, Mafia Trilogy, uh, Battlegrounds and PGA all included in a in a giveaway bundle with a Muscle News selection box. Shout out to Muscle News, who I'm wearing their hoodie again today. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Uh, um... So if you want to win that exclamation mark giveaway in the chat, that is a social giveaway through player.gg, basically one of, one of the giveaway websites that you might have seen, like a Gleam or things like that. So just click through to our social post and make sure you verify. If you do follow, if you do retweet, do any of those entrances like anybody can do, just make sure that you verified it with player because I've seen a few people that have been retweeting it but haven't, haven't actually done that and verified it in player.gg. So you just empty retweeting. I mean, we appreciate the retweets because it's free exposure, but you're not actually entering the competition. Mm. So click the link and follow it through. Um, the other thing to mention is Cyberpunk. We will be given a copy of Cyberpunk away next week. Exclamation mark Cyberpunk for that. But that is only two subscribers. Um, I can see that Chatbot actually pretty much on the money says uh, we use GTA Mega Racing Chairs in our studio and our home setups. We do use GTA Mega Racing Chairs. Mm. I just want to shout out to GTA Mega as well. This morning because we have new stuff. We have new stuff. Um, yes. So this thing you can't quite see. Let me switch to the alternate cam. Let me switch to the alternate cam so you can see a little bit better. You, you probably won't get the full picture even from my alternate cam. So GT Omega not only do our lovely chairs. Uh, we also have like backpacks, mouse mats, and things like that. But they've also sent us this. Yes, that's right. They do cellophane plastic wrapping. Nice. There we go. Moving on now. We're joking. Within this cellophane wrapping, let's get it out. Let's get it out. This is a floor mat. So we have GT Omega carpet, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you have hardwood floors and you're fed up with your chair rolling around all over the place, um, or you have carpet and your chair gets a bit bogged down in it, or you want to protect your carpet, or just protect your floors from the courses, the roller wheels that your chairs have. Um, GT Mega now do floor mats, and they've just added 
uh, myself and Bib uh, a floor mat so that we can we can rep GT Omega in style. Not that you guys have to buy them, but if you do that, that link in the chat will take you through to GT Omega's website and you can get a, a little bit extra discount using our code code ICU. Not sure if the code is actually working at the moment because it's Black Friday weekend, but using that link, um, if there is discounts available right now, it will work using that link. And we also get a kickback. So if you do buy anything, it supports the channel. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Anyway, advertising spawn and all that stuff over. Let's jump into some news. We have quite a mixture of stories today as well. Bibby, in his rounds, has managed to find not only next-gen games, uh, next-gen console controversies around sales, but he's also managed to find an article that includes Yuri Geller. I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. I Again, it's Cyber Monday, so the news is quite limited again because it's just websites putting out 7,000 different articles to try and get you to buy certain products. So the news has been quite slow, as you can imagine, over the weekend. But we've managed to find a news article year ago, so he's the real winner here. <laughs> hey. um, just before we jump in, Lake says, Football Manager 2021 Touch finally tomorrow. Uh, hey. So touch. I'm assuming that's iPad, iPhone. Does that does that also come out on PC as well? Can you use the touch stuff on touchy PC? Well, the touch one is the one that I've that I played for like the last two years on Nintendo Switch. But I'm sure that's the one that is coming out on the Xbox as well. I could be wrong. It could just be the full version of the game coming out on the Xbox. But I don't know if it is. It may it may be the touch version as well. Interesting. Interesting. Um, it's a Championship Manager or one or two version of Football Manager. Uh, as someone that doesn't really play manager games, I'm just going to nod. Yeah, basically, it tries to strip away as much as it can. Like, a 102, you could probably do a season in, like, four or five hours, whereas the touch version, it still takes, like, 12, 12 to 14 years. hours. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't take 38 hours to finish a season like it does on the uh, in the in the, in the the full version. I mean, if you, wanna, if you want something that takes a lot of hours to finish the season that you don't really play yourself, um, but kind of get involved in delivering the backroom details, then we are going to be streaming Masters of the League after <laughs> this episode today, which is our PC Modern Master League on PES 2020. Um, we haven't moved to 2021 yet, um, but if you want to get involved, then feel free. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Anyway, nice little segue. Boom, 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 boom. Anyway, back into the plan for the day. Uh, the day. So today's first news article of the day is written by Vicky Blake at Eurogamer. Changes the source and it should work nice. Uh, and it, she says, Forza Horizon 5 might be coming sooner than we think. Uh, the tagline says, I think we might get the next Forza Horizon game first and I think that might be coming this year. I mean, I appreciate the informa informative tagline, Vicky, but, but I mean, you guys at Eurogamer usually nail it with some sort of badass pun in there. So I feel a bit let down on a Monday morning. God. <laughs> uh, Forza Horizon 5 might not have been announced yet, but one journalist has gone on record to say we might get ahead. Uh, we might get it ahead of the recently revealed Forza Motorsport, possibly as early as 2021. In the podcast, The Xbox Empire, GameBeat's Jeff Grubb revealed that he suspects we might get the next Forza Horizon game first, even though Playground Games has yet to confirm that the game is in development. Uh, we saw Forza Motorsport get teased a few months ago, but I think we might get the next Forza Horizon game first, and I think that might be coming this year, Grubb said. Thanks, VGC. Uh, they're in a weird situation where, for some reason, Playground says it, uh, it does seem like they may be ready to go first. Uh, I think I know the setting, but I'm going to let them announce it. As yet, there's been no confirmation either way about the rumours, so all we can do is treat the claim with healthy, uh, healthy scepticism. But as always, we'll update just as soon as we know more. 
Forza Horizon 4 uh, isn't just one of the best Xbox exclusives, it's also one of the greatest racing games ever made, Digital Foundry said in its analysis of the Forza Horizon 4 upgrade on Xbox Series X and S. A couple of years back, we lauded excellent Xbox One, One X and PC versions and loved the way that Microsoft's enhanced console offered the option of 1080p 60 racing, a first for the series. With the arrival of the Xbox Series X and the Junior S, 60fps is now the standard. Advantages for the new version are plenty across the board, but surprisingly and disappointingly, there are some visual cutbacks too. So that was about Forza Horizon 4, but Forza Horizon 5 might be on the horizon. Bib, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it, the sooner the better, really. I mean, there's been a lot made of the, the Xbox launch lineup. I mean, the, on the other side, uh, there's been a lot of noise made about the PlayStation lineup saying apparently it could potentially have been the best launch lineup that there's ever been. Um, and unfortunately, it appears that the Xbox, we knew this going into it, it's, this isn't new news, that they said that there wouldn't be some games coming out until perhaps later on next year. So the sooner that they can start to get these first party titles out the door, it's going to be it's going to benefit them in the long run. I think uh, there's only so much uh, games pass that you can keep up with, despite there being like hundreds of games that are on the games pass for you to be able to go through. Sometimes you want to be able to play the latest and greatest, and especially ones that take <coughs> um, take use of what's available in the brand new next gen console. And the, there may be some game pass games in there that kind of fit that bill, but a proper native. Peter, Xbox Series X game is exactly what they want, um, and that's exactly why people buy the console. It isn't just they don't want a Game Pass emulator. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think you're trying to get one out the door as soon as possible is the absolute priority. But don't rush it. I mean, they should have had Halo as a launch lineup uh, game. Obviously, that didn't come to fruition because there's still a lot more work to be able to do on that to try and make it a next gen game. Uh, especially from the, the screenshots and the trailers that we've seen so far, they don't look exactly glamorous. Um, so to stop the backlash, obviously they push that back. But yeah, sooner the better, I think. Um, as far as the game that's going to get them uh, back out there with utilising everything within the console, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, a racing game can, especially with one like Horizon, um, that goes through all different terrains, all different seasons. Um, it could look absolutely stunning. Uh, Horizon 4 was a stunning game. Uh, the, the, the only time I actually got to play that was when I was at Arcade Club, but that was, it, it was, was I was blown the, away. The racing sim setup. No, that was uh, Dirt 4, I think. Oh, it, may, it was one of the, it may have even been World Rally Championship. Um, but no, for Horizon was one of the ones that are on the couches, you know, where the TVs are back to back and people mm. are playing FIFA on one side. And that was on the other um so i got to experience that had a few races it was it looked phenomenal so i can't imagine what how good the new one's going to look um but yeah i think getting out the door as soon as possible is should be their absolutely priority bearing in mind it has to be it has to be functional it has to work they can't just throw it out and expect it to bring in all the plaudits it needs to it needs to be next gen i think that's what they're what they're trying to establish um see this is where where my um, I'm not not a noob to racing. I'm probably the opposite to racing games. I, I, a noob is someone that's fresh and, and doesn't really know what they're doing. I'm I'm like the granddad when it comes to racing games. Oh, I remember. I used to love racing games back in the day, but now I don't know anything about them. So I'm I'm, I'm is, is there an orb? <laughs> you can get a noob. And, <laughs> I'll be an orb. Um, so I, I know nothing about racing games anymore. I don't really I don't play any racing games at all. Really, I didn't realize that Horizon 
was is that like a separate branch of forza games so they're talking about forza motorsport and forza horizon yeah. i didn't realize so is that like battlefield and bad company as in like something that came off as one game and then went off on a separate tangent um, so motorsport is like the gran turismo it's track racing and then horizon is uh shall we call it the need for speed shall we say it's uh outdoors you can go through all different terrains it'll like send you through winter in the alps or somewhere in the desert so you play it you, you're racing on different tracks um, rather than it just being uh, a track-based game. Ah, okay. Yeah, Tito says, Horizon is the arcade version, Motorsports is the geeky version. <laughs> Tudor, simple, I mean... <laughs> simple and straight to the point. Pa-pow. Good morning, by the way. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. Um, I mean, that's a good summary for someone like me, who's, who's, who is an orb, like I said. Not a noob, but an orb. Um, yeah, I didn't realise that. Okay, that's, that's, that's a good explanation. So... That's like having Need for Speed and Gran Turismo, not the same series, not made by the same brands at all. But say, say Gran Turismo is Motorsport, Need for Speed is Horizon. That that kind of thing, although under the same Forza Branner, uh, Branner? Banner, um, brand. It's, it's like a brand banner. It's a Branner. That's what it is. Nice. Branner. Um, okay, I mean, that doesn't surprise me um, in that sense. So when we break it down in that sort of way, the fact that Forza... Um, I need to decide. Am I saying Forza or am I saying Forza? Which one am I going for, Graham? You can't have both. God, pick one. Okay, we'll say I'll stick with Forza. I'll try be a bit of European flair. Forza, um, as opposed to Forza. Uh, okay, so Forza Motorsport is the the Gran Turismo. Then Gran Turismo is a game that you don't get every year. You get one every few years, maybe one a generation, depending on the pace that they're putting them out, and and it's. It's a spectacle when it does arrive. Mm. Pure racing simulation. So the fact that we've seen it doesn't surprise me because, okay, it's a game that you can get to a good level pretty early on. But then to finalise everything, simulation, the the devil is in the detail. It's all about the mm -hmm. intricacies of, of um, gear ratios and all of the other stuff that I don't fully understand about cars. Other than, oh, that looks nice. Yeah, nice, yeah. Um, so you can do all of that stuff to it but having that nailed on is important um so it doesn't surprise me that we've seen it and it doesn't surprise me that there's still potentially a lot left to come on it um yeah. so that coming out after forza horizon 5 or forza see those i've already pissed it up uh, that coming out after forza horizon 5 doesn't surprise me i've tried to stick to one way okay i'm gonna sit with forza i'm gonna i'm gonna be, I'm gonna be my 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 uncouth northern self so forza motorsport coming out after forza horizon 5 wouldn't surprise me because Forza Horizon 5 is the dare I say more casual it's the more arcade game as, as uh, Tito said so yeah that doesn't surprise me that, that that could be coming soon it's good for people that want Xbox exclusive though um, downside is if you're if you're an, after an Xbox exclusive and you don't play racing games okay well you've got two on the way uh, but, but <laughs> yeah there you go I mean the more the merrier though the fact that it's on the horizon uh, pun unintended then and the fact that it could be coming probably to game pass as early as next year is good because xbox need to start um punching things out i mean that does kind of look good for the year after though let's say horizon comes in 2021 they're going to need to give that breathing space even if motorsport is finished um by say start of quarter two 
2021, they're not going to release that until absolute end of year or 2022, probably 2022, which is where a few other things have already been not confirmed, but ring fenced as potentially releasing. Imagine getting um, some of the uh, the bigger Xbox titles. Obviously, Halo will come in 2021, but some of the uh, uh, the more rumored things like was there a fabled and and, and a few other things as well yeah. potentially spoke uh, speaking so the, about there has been quite a lot announced it's just it, it, it's just not here now yeah yeah I mean, I mean yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at though but like all of those bits that have been announced the kind of ring fencing for them is 2022 and if you add forza horizon 5 next year that means for i've said it again i've changed back now i'm back i'm back on forza rather than forza <laughs> um so that means forza horizon 5 comes next year forza motorsport the year after that's gonna be a big year then if you've got all of those rumored games plus um forza horizon game pass looks like an absolute bargain right now for the amount of games on it yeah but game pass now is looking back as much as let me just chew this week give it all away as much as i love game pass and the offer that is it's very much living in times gone by it's not living now and it's not living the future that's what all the criticisms are about xbox and yeah we're pretty much two years away or at least a year and a half away um but 2022 could be huge for xbox then i mean if you have one in the meantime no no there will be more things to come there will be third party things that you can play across all of them anyway but that's going to be an absolutely massive massive year mm-hmm. agreed Oh, it's gonna, uh, that that's the beauty of it at the moment though obviously we are in the next gen and playstation 5 have just come out the out the gate with some amazing launch titles um as well as the playstation plus collection which for me at the moment is more than worth paying it um, obviously because i'm getting to experience days gone that i never got around to playing the first time around but play xbox have got some bangers in the pipeline and i think her horizon with the dynamic lighting i mean uh, I don't know. Did you ever see the trailer they did last year, where it just started off in different locations? There was different cars, so you could ride in like a like a desert buggy going through uh, the forest, and then the dynamic lighting had changed, so that it changed the time of day. Um, so it would be like mid afternoon, and then it would go into night, and then your headlights would come on, and all the terrain would be quite dark around you. It would it looked phenomenal. Now, if they can make it, well, they are going to make this game look even better than that. It's going to blow a lot of people's minds. It's going to show the absolute power, hopefully, that the console will be able to output for everyone to absolutely enjoy. So I think it may be worth the wait um, with Xbox. They're getting a lot of shit at the moment for not having a lot any launch titles that are actually worth anything because uh, they haven't got any. Um, they're just, uh, <laughs> just showing the, the Xbox Games Pass stuff, which, again, is unbelievable value for money. But people bought a next-gen console to have next gen titles and that's just unfortunately something that they haven't got around to producing yet forza horizon is definitely one of the ones that could show this console off in the greatest light possible um it's just they need that sooner rather than later but obviously don't rush it jumping back in the chat gaz j good morning dude how's things he says uh, xbox have to up their levels in this gen i agree i agree i think they they agree as well um as I mean, we, we mentioned it a few times, the studio acquisitions throughout the whole of last gen has all been engineered towards taking care of that. So I think that that will step up. It's just going to be a bit of time. Mm. Uh, Tito says, I just want the Ascent. Uh, that was due out this year, but that's been pushed back. Which one's the Ascent? Is that the top downy one? The, like, I can't cut. I will 
I'll have to I'll have to look at that one. The thing is, the the, the downside of watching the Xbox showcase and the uh, the PlayStation announcements and the Game Awards and all that things when we did all the live watch long through the summer, there was about sixty games in total, <laughs> so they all kind of merged into one. Uh, yeah, Diablo type loot issue. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't realize that had been pushed back. I must have missed that one. Um, David says, I think the last racing game I played besides the Destruction Derby was Outrun on the Master System. Damn, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Good game, though, by the way. Um, with the first party ability that Xbox have, if they get it right, Game Pass will be huge value for money. I mean, it is huge value for money, but yeah, it will be absolutely monumental. If they if you start getting... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this on purpose now. Forza <laughs> Horizon 5 and, and Forza Motorsport, uh, if you get um, both those plus Halo's uh, and undoubtedly New Gears, plus then you throw in all the Bethesda titles, so the Dooms and, and the Elder Scrolls, which Bibby's just bought an, a 75,000th copy of Skyrim over the weekend, was it? Is that what it was? No, I haven't. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Lies. Um, so, yeah, absolute good, uh, huge value for money. Um, with these studios they've bought, it does have massive potential. Yeah, absolutely. Huge, huge potential. But that's where my kind of... Um, sustainability thoughts come in in terms of microsoft has all the money in the world well they don't jeff bezos does now but microsoft are very very close in terms of uh they have a monumental amount of money so if any company can afford to take a little bit of uh, loss leading in terms of profits then microsoft can do that um and i imagine they've done that to some extent with game pass the amount of marketing in game pass when it first started it was everywhere um to the point where i didn't even realize it i, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the greatest marketing at first because i saw it and just thought okay fuck off i'm not interested i don't know what it is um and i think whatever their message just wasn't cutting through and the only way it started to cut through was when some people picked it up and gave you that sort of like like mates recommendation do you know what game pass is actually really good i mean i'm getting all this stuff with it oh is it I'd, I'd, I'd seen it and i've got a free code for it but i didn't even didn't even look at it because pff, that was kind of me and and a lot of other people's um uh experience with the early game pass marketing now we understand what's in it it's, it's incredible the amount of games uh, that you get access to uh, all the time for what is relatively a low amount of money in terms of the world of uh, video games and how much you could spend it's, it, it is incredible it's just whether they can keep that price um and keep adding things and undercutting value elsewhere so whilst they could probably do that it's just a case of does that hit their profits and does that have an issue do their shareholders have an issue with that i don't know we'll see we will see time will tell mm. <laughs> uh, one thing to mention though uh, i'm gonna throw in and uh, throw in a new article which isn't on the agenda. Um, I say a new yeah. article. Oh. It was actually from uh, the end of last week. Um, and Bibby did actually mention this, um, but it does. It, he just touched on the PS Plus collection um, and it starts to fit into a, um, place, uh, well, the PS5 uh, conversation, which is where our next article is going to be after this. So I'll jump into this one first. Um, PS5 users are reportedly getting banned for selling the PS Plus collection unlocks to PS4 owners so obviously talking about game pass um ps plus collection is one way that sony is looking at countering that sony do know um that game pass is huge and jim ryan has confirmed in a very un-pr-esque answer when i say un-pr-esque a pr answer is something that doesn't tell you much 
but gives you a little bit of, oh, you never know, but I'm actually not going to commit to anything. Um, he full-on committed to, we are looking into this, but I can't tell you what it is right now. So they know Game Pass is something that they want to look at. For now, the, the opportunity for them to take that step is the PS Plus collection. Um, so if you have PS Plus and you get a PS5, you get access to a shitload of Sony and third-party games and, mm-hmm. and some incredible games in there, including Days Gone, which Bibi streamed on Friday. Um, so users report receiving bans after unlocking free games via a loophole. So Sony is reportedly banning PS4 users who pay money to access PlayStation 5's PS Plus collection via a loophole. The PS Plus collection is the library of 20 PS4 games, including 10 first-party games and 10 third-party titles, given exclusively to PS5 owners who are also members of the PID. Uh, subscription service however some ps5 owners have begun exploiting a loophole with the collection which seems to log them into the user accounts um excuse me one second burping yes nice okay start that again Mm -hmm. however some ps5 owners have begun exploiting a loophole with the collection which sees them log into the user accounts of ps4 owners on their next-gen console which causes uh, the collection games to then automatically unlock on the user's last-gen console According to Sony's marketing, the PlayStation Plus collection is intended to be a perk for owners of PlayStation 5 consoles only. Unsurprisingly, auction sites including eBay already have multiple listings for people offering to unlock the PS Plus collection for PS4 in exchange for money. At the time of publishing, one user had made over £100 charging 20 users £5 each to unlock the PS Plus collection on their PS4 consoles. According to many users on a popular Chinese forum, Sony has issued multiple bans in the region for uh, for both PS5 owners selling access to the PS Plus collection and those PS4 owners who have purchased access to it. According to the users, their bans will last for two months, while any PS5 consoles involved in the scheme have been permanently blocked from network services. It's believed PlayStation automatically bans a console when it logs into a high number of user accounts in a single day in order to protect from fraud. So it's not clear if Sony is banning the users simply for sharing their collection games. Um, VGC has requested a comment from Sony Interactive Entertainment. PlayStation CEO... Actually, do you know what? We'll leave that. Jim Ryan just saying that they will expand beyond... Uh, they're looking at whether it will expand they haven't decided and the uh, game pass stuff so so yeah if you have a playstation 4 and you want ps5 games the uh, P- well the ps plus collection that you get from being a ps5 user you can get that by logging in someone's console just just be careful because if you do that <laughs> legitimately you may get punished uh so there you go what are your thoughts on that bib uh i'm i'm surprised it's taken this long <laughs> um I don't know how long. I don't know if they knew that this was going to happen anyway. I mean, it's something that I mentioned. Yeah, like, like I said, you you said that I touched on it last week. Where's the grey area on this? Is it selling it or is it unlocking them for your friend or both? Um, technically, it's both. I mean, technically, you can't do either because if 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 it says in the rules and regulations that this is a perk reserved for PS5 owners, mm-hmm. if I log in on your console, um. I mean, which I can do. I can come around to your house. Not now, but let's say, in, in theory, I can come around to your house, um, log in on your console so that we can play couch co-op games. I have mm-hmm. um, at least two mates' accounts on my PlayStation from when they've been at, at my house in the past. So in theory, they could log in on my console and just go into the store and go, bloop, bloop, bloop. There we go. I'll take them, please. Um, they don't own the console, but that is... That's kind of PlayStation's fault because it says yeah you have to own the console, but surely 
that sh they should have some sort of built-in function in the system there where it where it says actually you this is not your console it's not marked as your ps5 it's it's marked to this account's yep. ps5 i need to unregister it and register on theirs kind of thing which you can only do once every three six months or whatever that kind of stuff stops it but if anyone could just log in then that's almost that's almost like an oversight someone hadn't thought about that at playstation's end um so yeah i mean that said if my mates that are on my console logged in and redeemed the games i think they'd be like yeah whatever that's fine um it's, yeah. when, it's when you start selling it to 20 odd people i think that's when it becomes yeah. an issue so if you I have agree, a mate that doesn't have a I've ps5 done it for samantha oh have you yeah so it's down so my ps4 that's downstairs in the front room playstation <laughs> yeah yeah uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah my ps4 that's now downstairs in the front room has the ability to play the games that i've got on my playstation 5 but obviously that's within one household and I still have my account signed in on the PlayStation 4 downstairs. So come at me, bro. Nah, it's a, it's, I think it's, it is a massive gray area, but the gray area kind of becomes redundant when you're selling it on eBay to unlock yeah. the games. If you're making a profit <laughs> off it, then you absolutely, you're opening yourself up. You are making your, you are making money off of an exploit. Which is cheating. Cheating is basically illegal. I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, technically, technically, cheating and illegal. I suppose the. I suppose. I don't know. Do you know? Forget the technical is. Cheating is bad. Uh, being illegal mm -hmm. is bad. Do you know? If you're doing something that's bad, then do you know what? Sometimes you get bad consequences, and that's 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 just one of those things. That's one of those things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Gaz J says, I still think that they may buy up more studios. Microsoft seems to have their eye firmly set. Uh, first party titles uh, they have to they let their uh, the xbox one generation down massively uh, says tito and agreed says gaz i i fully agree and i think uh, xbox they won't say it now because the xbox one generation is still alive but but give it three or four years then they'll happily go oh in the past we were shit but now we're better because that's what you're allowed <laughs> to do pr wise it's the same so many different things i mean the one that rings true to me uh, because it's something we work on and have a lot of affection for. And we'll be playing after this is Pez. Obviously, during the PS3 uh, generation, Pez dropped the ball massively. I can say this mm -hmm. because Pez, Pez will tell you this. The team at Pez will tell you that they didn't handle that switch to that generation, which made them lose a lot of ground. They did well to pick up towards the end of the generation. Yeah. Um, and then, um, obviously, switching the engine slowed them down again when they moved to Fox Engine, but picked up again. Um, but they wouldn't have told you that at the time because how can you do that from a pr perspective you yeah. can't go we've fucked up because <laughs> kind of suicide at that point in it yeah exactly so xbox won't say it now but i imagine three or four years time they'll they'll happily go yeah we 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 did we did drop the ball we dropped a massive bollock but we bought bethesda and we've now got this and we've now got that and we've got this and that and the other we can fix it so everything's fine now now we can talk about how we were shit back then but then no we know it's fine it's fine best place to play most powerful console in games uh, yeah but what it's the same as what happened with vita it's exactly the same as what happened with vita like playstation i don't think i've uttered the words vita in about four and a half years maybe five it used to get featured at one or two conferences and then it's still massive in Japan. Like it's probably one of the best handheld handhelds that still get used to this day because they're still bringing out games. It's a JRPG machine over there now. It doesn't get used for anything else, and I don't think it ever did. But over here in the West, that died years and years ago, which deeply upset me. I, I, speaking ah. of which, my brother gave me his PSP. Like mm -hmm. this, this thing here is the best handheld that I have ever, ever, ever had. I just want to point out that the Vita actually has a very useful function 
and universally used <laughs> as well. If you need something to occupy space in a drawer, but you can't remember which drawer it is, then that is what your Vita does. You know it will be taking space up in a drawer somewhere for you. You can't tell you which drawer off the bat. I'll have to check two or three first to figure out which one it's in, but it's in one of them. That's my Vita. That's that's what a lot of people's Vita is. The worst thing with Vita is yesterday as I was playing through Astrobot and finishing the, uh, the murals that you get in the game. One of the things on the wall, it said, Vita equals life. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I know Vita actually transver- uh, translates in Latin to life. That's what it means. Um, but I'm just thinking, Vita equals life. It was dead from, from day one. <laughs> That's just irony. You can't, you, surely you were opening yourself up to something in there. God damn it. Uh, it's so, yeah. massively unfortunate. It was an amazing car. I think I think most people, especially in the PES community, used that way back on 2016, <laughs> 2016 and most of 18, where they just used it for grinding, like you just mentioned. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's where he got the most use from most people in the PES community. I but... did not absolutely do that. I did that. I probably did that. <laughs> just score a goal. Uh, watching someone on TV, pick up the Vita, score a goal, pass it back to the keeper. Carry on watching something on TV. Oh, second half, pass it back to the keeper. Keep watching. Oh, I conceded. Okay, I'll score a goal. Pass it back to the keeper. Watch TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much it. Pretty much it. Um, anyway, let's put a pin in that one. Obviously, the PS Plus collection is available for PS5 users. Um, and do you know what? PS4 users, you probably could get access to it as well. Just don't be a dick. I mean, I'm not I'm not condoning it, uh, like getting it for friends or whatever or so on. But if you were to do that, do not go overboard. I mean, you're already pushing yeah. the envelope. Don't start adding it for seven, eight, nine, ten minutes because you're gonna brick your PS5. People can't get hold of PS5s, let alone brick ones. So if yeah. you do that, goddamn. You may as well give a shit either. <laughs> like if you bricked it and they they're just be able to play on their PS4 games on the uh, sorry the, the the PlayStation Plus games on their PlayStation 4. They're not asked if they get your console bricked. They've just got a brand. They've just got like twenty new games to play. <laughs> Imagine though, imagine if you, you've got a mate who has purchased a PS5 and it hasn't arrived. Someone has half inched that and you go, do you know what? I'll get the games for you as soon as you get in a PS5 anyway. And then they get their console brick. Imagine that. It's like You'd be fuming, wouldn't you? Oh, got to... There's no coming back from that. <laughs> That's it. Friendship over. When your PS5 arrives, it's mine. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, speaking of PS5s going missing, um, I mean, that was a good conversation piece, but it was also a nice cheesy tangent, as Andy Robinson at VG says, missing PS5 Amazon UK deliveries, which you may remember we covered a lot last week, um, are to be investigated by BBC's Watchdog. Consumer issue show calls for evidence into orders replaced with cat food and grills. Uh, so the BBC's consumer issue show Watchdog is set to investigate the recent reports from Amazon UK customers that their PS5 pre-orders went missing during delivery. Following this month's launch, dozens of UK-based Amazon customers claimed that their PS5 consoles did not arrive as scheduled, despite being marked as delivered by couriers. Some consumers even reported receiving erroneous items in place of their PS5 consoles, such as kitchen appliances and cat food, or only empty boxes. Uh, boxes. In its la- uh, latest segment on Wednesday's The One Show, which the BBC claims is watched by up to 5 million viewers each week, Presenter Matt Allwright highlighted how UK retailers struggled uh, struggled to match demand during the Xbox Series X and PS5 launches this month. The majority of the segment was dedicated to reports of Xbox pre-orders failing to be fulfilled by retailer Curry's PC World. However, Allwright acknowledged the uh, the recent reports of Amazon UK customers receiving erroneous orders instead of PS5 consoles. The presenter encouraged viewers to get in touch if they had information on the missing orders. And after the show aired, he claimed he'd received an amazing response. Uh, There is 
uh, an embedded tweet there from Andy Robinson, uh, who is the uh, the obviously the author of this article. I won't click play in the video just because you know BBC might come after us, DMCA and all that shit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but uh, if you do want to watch that video, then uh, check out Andy Platonic on Twitter. Anyway, I'll be working through everything with the team and seeing how we can take the, uh, things forward. He wrote on Twitter, that being Matt Allwright of the. Uh, of the one show. Anyway, feeling this, people need a bit of escape and hope right now. I don't underestimate the posit- uh, positive effects that gaming can have. A big question also to be asked about uh, launching both so close to Christmas. He added, would a good, uh, good answer uh, be to make sure that customers whose PS5 and Xbox orders weren't fulfilled are top of the list when new stock arrives? Uh, many of the Amazon UK customers who had their pre-orders go missing have alleged uh, foul player uh, on the part of delivery drivers, with one even filming their courier failing to deliver the next-gen console, and Amazon later claimed it had cut ties with the driver. Another Amazon UK customer posted a video on Twitter of them confronting their delivery driver after they allegedly marked their PS5 delivered without doing so. Birmingham-based George claimed that it took a week to receive a response from Amazon after his PS5 did not arrive. Console has been lost in transit, aka stolen. Actions may be taken against the driver. Not good enough, he wrote. Refund given and they are not able to prioritise new stock. Mentioned nothing about additional controller. Also ordered that uh, was stolen. Um, given 50 quid gift, an absolute insult given the amount of time I've spent chasing up, anxiety I've received from the, inti- uh, from the intimidation from the driver, and the amount of time I'm going to have to spend sourcing a new console. Priority and new stock is a must. In a statement issued last week, a spokesperson for Amazon UK said the firm was investigating what had happened to the orders. We're all about making our customers happy. <laughs> uh, and that hasn't mm. happened for, for a small okay, proportion of these orders, it said. We're really sorry about that. Uh, and are investigating exactly what's happened. We're reaching out to every customer who's had a problem uh, and made us aware so we can put it right. <laughs> uh, Sony has committed to making more PS5 console stock available before the end of the year. That's fine, 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 fine. Um, So, Amazon, shitloads of PS5s going missing, delivery drivers stealing things, and in their quest to put it right, they have done a lot of wrong it's as simple as that we covered it last week there are people that are getting i mean that guy got 50 quid which is not great when you you're expecting something that costs 450 quid and then have all of that bullshit around it having to having delivery drivers stealing things having people having to chase up um uh, amazon customer services having to go through all these hoops and then still not getting any priority something that is so so in demand and exploited as we've seen over the past few weeks with the scalper stuff as well which is something that we will come on to in 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 a few seconds um amazon absolutely shitting uh, a brick there by failing their customer at the first point not giving them any suitable recompense and then not willing to look after them and hold their hand in terms of getting new products. Okay, I mean, one of the questions that Matt Allwright says is, would that be good enough, offering them first refusal at the next consoles? I mean, I don't know if it's good enough, but it's absolutely a necessary start. That's my opinion. Anyway, what are your thoughts, Bib? I think we're going to start to see some serious jail time coming off the back of this. Um, I think the best case scenario would for these the people who have managed to rob someone else's console and replace it with something else. Best case scenario would them losing their job. This, I think now we get into a stage where there's that many that have gone missing are swapped out. Uh, that people, I mean, I hope the people who have been offered some sort of small compensation hasn't taken it because if they take that, they ain't entitled to get any more. Um, so hopefully they'll be able to fight this one. Now Watchdog are getting in there. 
I think these people who have been switching them out will start to see some fitters, start to see some jail time. This isn't something... I'm not just saying this because it's a console, because this is theft of the highest order. You've been given a job to either be in the warehouse to store these consoles in a box to then get delivered to someone. This could be like a 10-person chain job. Do you know what I mean? So the person who's meant to put it into the box... Uh, has replaced it with something else, and the person who's delivered it has sniped it or put it in the back of their car. You don't know the the chain of, of people that are involved in this. So this this goes deeper than it just being a few mistakes, with the, considering how many of these consoles have gone AWOL. It's it's systemic. It's it's horrendous that anyone should. I mean, for someone to <clears throat> have a job requires. All sorts of hoops. You don't just rock up to a place and go, okay, that's how I work here. You don't know who I am, where I live. My social security numbers are all of that stuff. Yeah, no, nobody knows that. No, they know everything. They have everything on you. Um, and for something that is um, purely, I mean, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like this Amazon system is so technical. They know how many minutes it takes you to pick up, uh, to take a box from one shelf, to put it onto a thing and to mark it as like being processed within the warehouse. They know who you are, what what you're doing and how long it's taking you to do it. So the fact that people think that they can steal things and get away with it shows that either um, they are absolute fools or there is a systemic issue there, something that can be exploited. Uh, and if people can do that, so intensively and so heavily without uh, proper punishments from Amazon other than cutting ties. Um, that's theft. That's workplace theft. If you stole 500 quid's worth of hardware, if you if you left your work at the end of the day and just took your PC with you, you're going to get a little bit arrested. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that. You, not only are you losing your job, but there's going to be some sort of uh, legal stuff going on there. I mean, not always. Some firms will just say, give us the PC back and get gone, and then we'll call it quits because it's easier than that than the bullshit. But if that's, that's not acceptable when it impacts on customers. When it's impacting on customers, then that's the thing. And I, I, I'm wondering if that's the case. If Amazon have just gone, okay, um, uh, dodgy Dave in the warehouse, picked up a PS5, stuck it in his... Um, in his uh, van taking it home okay that's it dave one you've been fired that there's no other th uh, mm -hmm. bit to say on that i mean dave's like i hated my job anyway i didn't really need the uh the less than minimum wage kind of stress and bullshit so yeah whatever i'm not asked and they got if they got okay give us the ps5 back or we're gonna call the police if he gives them the ps5 yeah. back amazon go oh, okay well bullet dodge them we'll stick that on warehouse deals because it's been open we can't sell it for 500 quid we can sell it for 300 quid and it'll go jobs good and and if they're doing that and just brushing it under the carpet because it means they don't have to chase down the legal stuff, then that is probably where the issue is. People know that if I steal it and I get caught, oh, well, worst case, I lose a job that I hate. Best case, I keep a PS5 and I keep a job that I hate until I can steal the next one or whatever. So, yeah, they need to kind of, they need to crunch down on it in that sort of sense. The fact that, that it's widespread enough for Watchdog to look into it, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it is, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not widespread enough. Maybe it is just. Uh, a very hot topic and watchdog have seen it uh, and it's not necessarily widespread but everyone that has um, an opinion on it that's uh, anyone that's been affected by it is very vocal because how can you mm -hmm. fix it this is christmas it's not just not just a gift for me that i've been looking forward to for seven years it, it could be a gift for my son that he's been looking forward to seven years if 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 i'd ordered one for chloe i'd be very vocal about it on social media yeah so maybe it's not actually that widespread maybe it's just watchdog realizing okay it's very vocal it's what people want to know about maybe even clickbait so how about we just 
uh, put it as a headline story. Maybe it's maybe it's the BBC mm-hmm. playing the media game potentially. I don't know. But either way, it's a shit show and it shouldn't have happened. And Amazon yeah. should do a better job at fixing it. Whatever the oh, reasons the... are for the staff or so on. Go on. What are we saying? They, they must be. They must be. Um, I don't want to say Amazon must be absolutely shitting themselves, but to know that someone like Watchdog is getting involved, they will have to see a lot of their things or they're just putting too much attention on them. So like who was delivering the parcels? When were, where was their roots? Who was involved in the, uh, the picking and the packing of the products like this, this could unlock potentially a lot more stuff or a lot more dodgy dealings surrounding Amazon and their warehouses and their employees. I mean, it's not, it's not new news that a lot of the Amazon employees are working at extra long hours um, I don't want to use the word yeah, I use the word crunch when it comes to stuff like this. Uh, a lot of them are probably getting paid minimum wage and they're working fourteen hours a day. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily use it as crunch because crunch almost implies an uptick in yeah. stress. Whereas Amazon workers, there has been all sorts of research into it. I mean, obviously, some of that investigative journalism is still journalism to to a point. Um, so I think Dispatches might have done something on it, which Dispatches is a bit more... I mean, it's still journalism, but also broadcasting at the same time. Journalism is about showing you the facts. Broadcasting is about getting eyes on. Uh, and you, there is a balance and offset of... Some do tell you the story. Some tell you the story in a way that makes you watch it. And the watching it is where they get the revenue from, the advertisements. So you kind of need a bit more. Um, but if let's take it with a pinch and say that, yes... Amazon workers are exploited, so not crunched, uh, not crunched, but constantly exploited, and that does kind of set set the whole yeah. situation up a little bit. Yeah. Um, the flip side is now people will also be saying they were stolen just to try to obtain compensation slash more PS5s, and Amazon have no way of knowing uh, the genuinely uh, genuine from the fraudulent claims. I mean, I, I I do agree with that. There will be some people say that's it. Well, whatever. I'm I'm one of these as well. Um, you do get a lot of uh like follow the crowd jump on the bandwagon sort of thing with that kind of stuff that said i mean whether it was just lost or stolen or whatever i think it's the i wouldn't even say it's the size and scale of of the the ball dropped on this i think the issue is not enough supply and demand on something that is a very media heavy topic mm-hmm. particularly within a pandemic when people are hoping for something to, to, to break the monotony or people have been waiting for this forever uh, throughout all of that. It kind of, it's there's probably more eyes on it. Uh, pound for pound, I imagine there's, there's, there may be an uptick in the number of console, uh, the number of items stolen or lost in general, but maybe it's not actually too much higher than other things. But yeah, like you say, anything that does go lost or whatever off the back of this, um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be bothered if people do, do throw their uh hat into the ring jump on the bandwagon i mean they've still paid for a console that hasn't turned up even if it is just it's yeah. literally fallen off the back of a forklift and the stock has been misskewed or something like that um at the end of the day amazon are being paid to provide a service and they earn shit loads from it so fix it fix it fix it fix it fix it fix it uh <laughs> but yeah uh, david says why am i getting fired i don't work for amazon <laughs> dodgy dave <laughs> well, you shouldn't have stolen the PS5s then. <laughs> Grasped up my, <laughs> yeah. my own brother, the cheek. Uh, Gary, good morning. Hey, welcome in, dude. Uh, Mr. Steve says, I think these watchdogs, uh, lads, uh, will need a legion to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, do you know what? Do you know what? I'm, I'm going ha- to have to crack down on Asim and these puns, babe, because when it, when it comes to these puns, you be soft on him. 
you guys need to fill your time a little bit better. <laughs> uh, speaking of filling time, I apologise. Paul, Health Heroes Paul, an hour ago hosted the channel as we went live and I never actually called it out as we went on air. I've just seen it again now. So thank you very much, Paul. Appreciate the host. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for being here. Oh, just, just to point out a very important message as well. It's my birthday this week. Just saying, just saying, just saying. Thursday, just saying. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the issue about this Amazon... Uh, stuff wouldn't be an issue if there was enough stock. It's as simple as that. If everyone could get hold of the consoles and your console went missing, Amazon, you absolute set of bellends, where is my PS5? Oh, it looks like it's gone missing. We'll send you another. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed now, but you've got another one. Uh, okay, can I have 25 quid? Yeah, nice. I'll sort it, whatever. That, then it's, it's a different world then. But obviously... Time is what's relevant. Time being right now, it's, it's fresh, it's brand new, there isn't any available. Uh, but, do you know, what is the reason for that? Well, one of the reasons, as mentioned, is scalpers. Um, as we mentioned last week, one scalper group had claimed that it had bagged 3,500 PS5 consoles. So if you can't get one, that's because they've got 3,500 of them, the fuckers, and they're selling them for an extortionate profit. But it's not just PS5 consoles that they're marking uh, prices up on. As we can see from this article, also written by Andy Robinson at BGC, it says, Now PS5 Scalper Group claims it's obtained 1,000 Xbox Series X consoles. Reseller firm previously said it had no regrets over flipping 3,500 PS5s for profit. A scalper group targeting next-gen console shortages uh, has claimed it obtained more than 1,000 Xbox Series X consoles on Sunday. Crep Chief Notify is a company comprising thousands of paid members, which is based in the UK, but recently launched in the US. It is said to utilize bot software to circumvent online retail queues and automatically purchase consoles as they come in stock. Uh, the group recently rose to prominence after it boasted that its member, uh, members had obtained some 3,500 PS5 consoles to resell for profit. On Sunday, Crep Chief Notify claimed it's now managed to obtain a significant amount of Xbox Series X consoles from an unnamed retailer. Update! Speaking anonymously, one member claimed the retailer was UK firm Very. All I'm saying is Bibby got his console from Very. That's all I'm going to say. You can't see yes, it. Did. Baby's off screen, but he's doing gum fingers. That's what I mean. You, <laughs> you, you, make, you make your own uh, whatever. Anyway, where we just notified our members of an Xbox Series X restock on a very well-known online retailer. It said on its social channels they had now managed to secure over 1,000 plus today, and there's still many hours left. You snooze, you lose. Asshole. Let me just stop for a second. They've got no regrets about doing this. They're, they're helping their, their users to put food on the table, is their argument that they said last week, which we, we picked apart anyway. But to add in you snooze, you lose, when there are literal families going without that would idolise this console for the next seven years, particularly the next month. Absolute assholes, assholes. Uh, there's no... There's, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well the People are going to get uh, the only way that they're going to be sat on these and sell and not being able to sell them is if people don't buy them. But people obviously want them, and that's exactly why they do it. It's just supply and demand from their standpoint, which is absolutely fine because it technically is. But morally, it's still a fucking wanker. But yeah, what can you do? It's yeah. not illegal. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not illegal. It's just. It's just a shitty move as a person. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, that's it. It's. It's. We've said uh, said this before. It's capitalism. You can buy something and sell it for a profit. That's what you are entitled to do. So we can't, we can't, 
have a go at that. It's the morals. Morals and ethics is different from legals. Uh, and and that's it's just it's just an ethical argument. That's all it is. Still, even though you're not breaking the law, I can still, from my perspective, think that you were an asshole, which I do, Crep Chief mm-hmm. Notify. I think I think you you are um promoting horrendous behaviors but uh but uh, yeah that's my, that's my opinion which i am ethically allowed to have so there you we go just become best friends, um yeah. unsurprisingly crep chief notify has attracted negative comments for, uh, from consumers struggling to obtain a ps5 and xbox series x console this month with units sold out at virtually every major retailer and auction listing sites consoles uh, for more than double their retail price Do you know what we don't need to see the rest of the stuff because we can't guess what they're saying there they've managed to snag Four and a half thousand next-gen consoles plus, um, with the aim purely of taking extra money off of people. My ideal for this situation, my absolute ideal for this situation right now, would be someone to just go, oh, fuck, oh, didn't even notice that ferry cruise liner that's just turned up with 72,000 PS5s and whatever, so the market just gets flooded, and these people are sat there with their, their rooms full of, like, eight PS5s that they can only sell for... For not even four five nine because well four four nine because that's what it is on the market. Oh, that's pretty on me. I'm not buying that for four four nine. I'll buy it four hundred quid. I would love it if just just a million turned up now and it's like oh shit, we, we have to sell it at fifty quid loss per console. That would be the ideal. It's not going to happen, yeah. but that would be the ideal. I would absolutely love it, love it if that would happen. You will love it. Uh, Kev over here. Hey, exactly. Uh, it's just a pity it's going to be a while for Watchdog to do any, uh, anything. It'll be at least next year from what I read during the first lockdown, unless they're doing Christmas special. Uh, they said they don't expect much to be on air until March. Um, I can sense the division puns, uh, the division the puns are calling, eh, causing even. Uh, you could write an odyssey about the origins of the misplaced PlayStation 5s. Hey! Fuck's sake. They should be arrested for that name alone. Crep Chief Notify. Jesus. Are they a bunch of 11-year-olds? Yeah. I mean, that's... that's It's it's the... um. It all comes from Crep's trainers. That's what they originally did. So they started off uh, being a notification service for, for fresh Crep's. Um, not not the food. Right. Fresh, that's a different kind of fresh Crep's. I would absolutely smash the shit out of one of those right now, by the way. Just saying. Um, so, yeah. I can, I can see where it comes from, but, oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um... It certainly is a far cry to the industry to make changes. E easily just cause to do so, says Magic. <laughs> it's illegal in some states in the US. It's although it's uh, it's not classed as a federal offence. You can get up to a year in some places. It's classed as a misdemeanor. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tito says, "Yep, definitely goes beyond good and evil." <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine it being illegal here as the government are a bunch of bellends. I mean, it's. Yeah, I don't, it's it's one of those things. I don't think it is illegal in the UK. It's just shit it. And and it's not it, it it depends on certain industries to make changes. Um because there is like there is issues in it. Like the US has much more stringent antitrust laws and antitrust is all about monopolizing markets and price fixing and things like that, which usually is across um larger retailers and these are obviously uh lower end retail uh, retailers. But, but, yeah, as we mentioned last week, there's legalities arounding if they are buying and selling in bulk, should there be taxes being paid on that? I mean, in theory, they should be. If you're buying, if that, that Crep Chief Notify is assisting with 3,500 sales of consoles, I mean, does that count as a business? I don't know. I mean, it probably doesn't. Um, but the people that are buying, if they're buying a certain threshold, then, yeah, yeah. It, it's probably not enough per person to trigger anything legal. 
um, which is just what's frustrating. It just shows that the industry needs to put the money where its mouth, uh, their money where its mouth is. It needs PlayStation and Xbox to influence the retailers. Yeah. Um, and say, okay, we're going to sell these consoles anyway. I either sell them to you and you change your system so that people can buy them that, that want them, not just want to make money off them and exploit other people. Or I sell them to Eclipse Games, um, who will who got one or three, can't remember, not enough consoles last year and sold it instantly because it was gonna sell. I'll give them more so that they can sell it to their customers that they that go into their independent shop and sell them face to face. If they don't take it on themselves to put pressure on the retailers, the retailers just want to make the money. It's capitalism. It's the same way that these guys just want to make the money, but the retailers just want to make the money through the supply chain. These guys just want to make money outside of the supply chain and yeah. take exponential profit, which which is not good. It's not good. It's not nice. It's not nice. Um, uh, much love to the crew for putting up with these puns. I'm out of games now. I'm done. <laughs> How much would it cost uh, to get hackers uh, to DDoS the site until the consoles are on full release in every store? Uh, I might set up a GoFundMe. It's, the thing is, it's the Discord, though. To take it down, you'd have to take... I imagine you'd take shitloads of other Discords down. By the way, we have a Discord. Exclamation mark Discord in the chat. Yeah. Please don't DDoS that. Thanks. Nice, nice. Uh, ticket selling scalping is illegal here, so why can't scalping physical goods be the same? Weird. I mean, that's it. Ticket selling is illegal, but I don't know if that comes under a different events um, law or something. And that's where we get into like the bullshit of legalities. Uh, and even if they were to make this a thing... Um, the the uproar around this will die off in the next 12 months and laws and changes don't happen that quickly. So by the time that this would get into place to being spoke about, it wouldn't be a big uproar and it'd just disappear. And then seven years time when the next gen comes around, it'll happen again. So it needs Xbox and PlayStation to remember this now and effect change now in retailers. Um, because it, it's 2020. We should be able to purchase something with the aim of... Purchasing. I mean, I mean, if if the same card is used multiple times, that that could be one thing. Yeah, all right, I'll create another account, but use the same card. Okay, well, that card's been used. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Some people have multiple cards, and then scalpers will just get extra cards and stuff, and there will be ways around that. But each each block, each barrier reduces the number of people that are doing it. Um, and, and this is just me as someone that's not even throwing it. That's just throwing out words on stream. There will be something that's that's even more advanced that, that's probably been discussed many, many times, but retailers are like, I could do that, but that's probably going to make sure that we don't sell stuff as fast, which I am a retailer. I want to sell stuff as fast as I can, so no thank you. Um, without that pressure, it's not going to happen. Anyway, let's wrap things up. Um, we do have one article left, though. Who wants to hear about Yuri Geller? Um, <laughs> yeah, nice. From yeah. Eurogamer. Euro, Eurogamer. <laughs> No, Yuri Geller, not Yuri Gamer. We've already heard from oh, Yuri okay. Gamer. We had Vicky Blake at the uh, uh, yeah, start of the show. Now, this is from BG247, not Yuri Gamer, but it's Yuri Geller. Uh, it should have been known Yuri Gamer because that would have been nice. Yuri, Yuri Gamer reports Yuri Geller. <laughs> anyway, Yuri Geller allows the Pokemon company to print Kadabra on Pokemon cards again. This is written by Don Pepe for BG247. Um, if I asked you, who does Kadabra <laughs> look like? Would anyone have said Yuri Geller? Because I absolutely 100% wouldn't have done but uh, they, <laughs> there you go. Apparently, that's a thing. Uh, Spoon-bending magician Yuri Geller has finally given Nintendo permission to print Kadabra on Pokemon cards again after a 20-year legal battle in which Geller claimed the character's likeness was too familiar to his own. After an article on The Gamer uh, once again dug into why the mid-stage evolution psychic Pokemon hasn't appeared on Pokemon cards in about two decades, Geller appears to have enjoyed a change of heart. 
I am truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago, Geller tweeted. Kids and grown-ups, I am releasing the ban. It's now all up to Nintendo to bring my Kadabra Pokemon card back. It will probably be one of the rarest cards now. Much energy and love to all. Um, and the, within the tweet that he's put, he's posted an image which has a headline saying, Yuri Geller gives Nintendo permission to print Kadabra on Pokemon cards again. Kadabra's 20-year disappearing act is over thanks to a change of heart from illusionist Yuri Geller. You illusionist? Nice. Nice. Illusionist. So the historic dispute goes back to the year 2000 in which Geller slammed Nintendo for using his likeness with Kadabra. I mean, still don't see it. I mean, yes. No, I don't. <laughs> Kadabra has eyes. Uh, oh, let's open this link. Let's get the image. Come on. There we go. Yes, Kadabra has eyes. And Yuri Geller also has eyes. I can see that. Oh, Yuri Geller has a long nose, as does Kadabra. Kadabra has a big mega mustache hanging off. He doesn't. Kadabra holds a spoon. So does Yuri Geller. I mean, every time I eat my breakfast at cereal, <laughs> I own a spoon. Doesn't mean I'm impersonating Yuri Geller. So, I mean, that's... To use Pokemon punnage, that likeness is a bit far-fetched. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not having it. Anyway, let's jump back into the article. The historic dispute goes back to the year 2000 in which Geller slammed Nintendo for using his likeness with Kadabra, whose Japanese name is written as either Yungera or Yungella and Yun Geller. Uh, you can see why the real-life magician took issue with it. Uh, Nintendo turned me into an evil occult Pokemon character, Geller said back in 2000. Nintendo stole my identity by using my name and my signature image. So why the change of hearts? Well, it appears Geller has softened somewhat over the years, and the game's recent article reopened uh, some old wounds uh, for Geller and Pokemon fans alike. Speaking to the gamer, Geller said, Due to the tremendous volume of emails I'm still getting begging me to allow Nintendo to bring back Kadabra slash Yungella, I sent a letter to the chairman of Nintendo giving them permission to relaunch the Yuri Geller Kadabra slash Yungella worldwide. Uh, though Geller's request has reportedly been picked up by two Nintendo representatives, it's unclear when we will once again see Kadabra appear on the face of a Pokemon card. Hopefully, it'll be worth the wait. The last time we saw the first generation Pokemon on a card uh, was way back in 2003. Bib, mm. thoughts? Just when you thought 2020 couldn't get any more weirder. Like, I never even knew that this was a thing. Also, as someone, uh, this is a question for you, as someone who is live and die by Pokemon, what the hell is a young Geller? Um, it's uh, clearly a, a dodgy bloke with a spoon getting absolutely ripped off. That's what it, that's, I mean, that's the only thing it could be to me. Um... Yeah. Did Yuri Geller not see this coming? <laughs> I like that. Jeez, I like Viv. that. GG, Viv. I absolutely appreciate <laughs> that. I absolutely appreciate that. Uh... <laughs> but it's, it's the dumbest thing I think I've probably ever seen in a news article. Like, why did Nintendo cave to this? Like, they must have... That, that, that kind of adds fuel to the fire from my perspective. Like, if they've pulled the... Pulled, uh, Kadabra from any of the Pokemon cards was they using his spoon bending mind reading abilities for their own profit why did they cave into it because it seems weird I mean you kind of get that stuff there was another thing I'm trying to remember what it is there was an episode where like there's an episode of Pokemon that doesn't get shown on TV and I'm trying to remember what the story is it's just it's, it's, it's an absolute non-comment for me to say there's an episode that doesn't get shown and I don't know why but I'll try. I'll try to remember what it is. It's something like I don't know if it has too much flashing or something in it. Um, and uh, 
someone said that it was potentially a danger to maybe epilepsy. I could be completely wrong with this comment. So rather than um, doing the research and softening it or whatever, Nintendo, in a true Nintendo fashion, just went, it's gone, it doesn't exist anymore. We'll stop that. We don't want any potential lawsuits and get rid. Um, so I'm assuming that's what's happened with this. Kadabra has just been abracadabra <laughs> Poof, he disappeared. Uh, but yeah, Viv says, I would have thought it, his trademark going for abracadabra not is like so is that his trademarked magic phrase because i thought abracadabra was just a generic like magiciany thing um yeah i didn't realize that was uh a yuri geller thing i mean maybe they did go for the uh uh it was inspired by but it doesn't look like him it has a spoon in its hand um <laughs> but yeah i don't know i don't know yuri Stretch. geller he threw a fork or spoon in the road hey it's all to do with the spoon, uh, spoon bending. It's like, what? <laughs> Yuri Geller has three lightning tattoos above his cock. <laughs> uh, true story. Yuri Geller was an honorary board member for my local football club, Exeter City. He, he brought Jack Oates and James Park also nearly sent us under with two criminal board members. Sounds about right. Uh, Yuri Geller, he's a cuts. Larry above the rest. Hey, hey. Um... Our good old con artist Yuri Geller still scratching for clout. Yeah, it's just how old is it now? It must be in his seventies. He's gotta be. He's gotta be. Uh, Yuri Geller uh, looking to be relevant. Yeah, he's not got long left. He just wanted to, to get a one final hurrah. That's what it is. Uh, Yuri Geller looking to be relevant in twenty twenty this year. Uh, it really has been mental. Too much flashing. Where misses? Well, you never know. Uh, uh, it was a dad joke. We're fine. Okay, that's good. That's good. Oof, I was going to say. I was going to say. I mean, there's too many jokes in the chat. I don't know what's real and what's not anymore. Um, yeah. The fact that Kadabra hasn't been printed on a Pokemon card for 17 years after a legal battle that's been uh, going for 20 years is just, it just shows you. I mean, some companies are absolutely terrified. Like, Nintendo will come after you. If you use their brand, they will come after you, as we've seen with the uh, Mario Kart stuff in, in New York being squashed and all sorts of other things being squashed. But you go after them, and they will just go, oh, shit, well, we need to squash our own stuff. Anything when it comes to trademark and copyrights, Nintendo are, are all over locking that stuff down. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to see Kadabra back, but did it really need to be a thing that's lasted 17 years? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gary says, I bet even the spoons hate Yuri Geller at this point. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, at this point, that's something that they probably did earlier on because this was a guy that broke them in half just using his mind on TV. I mean, if if, if there's anyone that's <laughs> going to be pissed off at Yuri Geller, it's spoons. Spoons are probably one of the first people there. Um, it was something to do with Porygon for flashing scenes causing seizures. That's the one. That's the one. I'm not Eevee, but yeah, yeah. Porygon was, it was like this... this there's a meme, like a community meme around it, like save Porygon or Porygon didn't do it or or something along those. Porygon was innocent or something like that. I can't remember what it is, yeah. but yeah, Porygon doesn't get featured on uh, on TV or in the anime or something now because of that or something along those lines. Um, I heard Yuri Geller tried to sue the Matrix over the fact there is no spoon <laughs> and thus gave away the secret to his trick. <gasps> No, I am the spoon. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh my god. Uh I bet Nintendo forgot about this uh, by and large. Yeah, they probably did. Uh someone's just gone like there's just like a, a no print note and someone's just gone, "Oh yeah, all right, yeah, don't print that one. We've all, we must already have enough. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine." Uh I bet he loves spoon. They've been up. They're embarrassed. They've been mugged off by Yuri Geller. For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh 
do you know I'd I'd love I would I would love for Nintendo to go. Um statement. Yuri Geller says we can now print Kadabra. Um after looking at the situation and seeing that he thinks it looks like him. Now nah, you're alright. <laughs> We've gone seventeen years without it. We don't need it anymore. It's fine. I mean Abra and Alakazam are all we need. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Uh, and on that bombshell, we are going to get the fuck out of here. Yuri Geller, um, do you know what? You can do one. We, we will do one too. We will do one too. Yuri Geller, the spoon bending mind reader who couldn't tell that Wacko Jacko was touching kids. David, David, come on. This is a Twitch chat. Don't go that deep. <laughs> Which is also what she said. Anyway, um, actually, probably not the best joke to make after that. <sighs> okay, we'll put a pin in. Nintendo, we regret to inform you that Kadabra was a Pokey Pest. We won't be reprinting it. Exactly. There you go. There you go. That's 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 the sentiment. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up. We are going to be um, back on the channel imminently, though, with Masters of the League, uh, said in a uh, Jeremy Clarkson voice just because I can, you know. Yeah. It's my birthday week. I can do what I want. I can do what I want. It's my birthday on Thursday. Do you know what? I'm not the only one getting presents though. If you want to bag yourself some presents, exclamation mark giveaway. Do you know what? I'm gonna type it in the chat for you. Exclamation mark give away. Um that tweet has details of how you can enter our giveaway, which closes at 4.30 today. So if you haven't entered already, that's your last chance to do so. And if you have entered before, then don't forget there are extra daily entries as well. Uh, one of them is just joining us on the stream. So there you go. So make sure you click the link, do your extra daily entries and things like that, uh, and get yourself in. Like I say, it ends at 4.30 today. If you're a sub on the channel, uh, make sure you go in and just link the accounts in play.gg because that gets you 10 entries. And just retweeting the tweet, which is free, gets you 10 entries. Uh, all it takes is one to win, though. But, you know, you might as well add to your odds. Um, happy birthday, Graham. I hope Bibi buys you a large cream cake. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. GT Omega are giving me a flop. A large cream cake. I mean, yeah. I, we'll see, Bibi. So I'm saying I'm expecting cream cake now, so. Costco's <laughs> calling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yes, as mentioned, we will finish. Uh, we're going to be back in a bit with Masters of the League. Before we disappear, though, Bip, is there mm -hmm. anything you want to add in? Yes, thank you very much for joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, Monday, it's a Monday, so it's the start of the week. So that means that you've got various opportunities to get involved with the show. And there's two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social platforms. Second way, join us in our Discord. There's an area in there called The Scoop. All we need you to do is drop in the URL to the article, as well as your first impressions. We will then give you... <gasps> Our thoughts and impressions in the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? That time tomorrow will be at 10 a.m. Ish. 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 Do you know what? Um, uh, 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 let me just... I've not fully vetted the link, but there you go. There's a link to the Porygon episode on Wikipedia if you want to find out the, about Porygon being banned in the anime. There you go. There you go. And I was right. It was uh, epilepsy that it was all around. Uh, Madge, thank you very much um, for dropping the socials and the Discord links. Much appreciated. Um, also, um, Tatino for saying, I'm not sure I'd want Bibby's cre uh, creamy horn. I must say that I am very partial to a creamy horn, actually. So... <laughs> Yeah, do with that information as you will. Uh, until then, have yourselves a fantastic day. We'll see you in a bit for Master of the League. Until then, stay frosty. Stay frosty.